0: All right, I'm ready to go. You cool. ready to go? Yes, sir. I,
1: I'm ready now to I've go. Now I've got
0: go. that stupid song in my head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the Profane Arguments Podcast, also known as the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. For Tuesday, March 5th, 2019, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news and politics and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can go to facebook.com slash profanearg or tweet at profanearg, or you can sign up for Patreon now. And become a patron of the show, and for a low monthly charge, you can come and listen to us live and comment, and we will interact, and maybe talk about uh, what you bring up on the show. This week, we will be talking about some Trump updates in the news, as well as uh, some updates on vaccinations. Mm. But first, last week, no, I'm not starting with Cohen... (laughs) But last week, the uh, Supreme Court heard arguments about the Bladensburg Cross, and there were just a couple things that I thought I would follow up on, thought I would mention. The lawyer, the commission's lawyer in the case, said that the monument is no ordinary cross. At at its heart, it's a symbol of the American Legion, and at its base are the words valor, endurance, courage, devotion— and that signifies as a memorial to veterans. Therefore, it is not a religious cross. But in the wake of World War One, crosses like this have an independent secular meaning. Bullshit. <laughs> so, a couple arguments from that that you'd expect from Ginsburg and Sotomayor, who said that. It's it's preeminently a symbol of Christianity. People wear crosses around their neck to sh- show their devotion to the Christian faith. I I don't think anyone wears a cross around their neck to show their you know inspiration that they receive from World War One veterans. That's just not a. <laughs> I do.
2: <laughs> I don't
0: know
2: about you guys.
0: So they also talked about uh, I forget who it was. One of them brought up the fact that I think it's kind of of a blasphemous. To say that the cross is a non-Christian symbol. Yeah, it probably would be. Hmm. So I am going to link five different articles that talk about the discussions, because there's different pieces in a whole bunch of of different articles. There's one from Washington Post, uh, the LA Times, the New York Times. I also have uh, uh, one from Rewire, as well as the Daily Beast that I thought was they were all interesting in their own takes. But the one argument, uh, the other argument they used was that, well, it's been there for 40 years without it being challenged by the court. So, you know, history counts. It's grandfathered in, so you should <laughs> just, you know, let it go. That was one of their arguments.
3: Sorry. I was going to say, is that, is that a thing? For something no. other than phone plans?
0: <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think there's, there's any precedence for that whatsoever. Seven so, to two. We're paying for it. What's that?
1: Seven to two. We're paying for it. <laughs> I don't. I really don't think so. But hmm. we will see. Six to <laughs> six to
3: three. Those statues of Confederate leadership—they've been there for well over seventy years now. They, they, they're grandfathered in. Can't take those down. <laughs> Preposterous.
2: Uh, some of them are saying that. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> That's history, Ian. What's next? Statues of George Washington,
0: the slave owner. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> In any case, they, they. I don't know when... I mean, there's no set date for them to come out with their decision, but just the hearing was done last week, so we'll wait and see what they come up with. I think they're going to have a hard time coming up with a reason to uh, to keep the the cross there, but at the same time, it really sounded like, if you look at these articles, it sounded like several of them were really looking for that, that way to leave the cross up.
1: Well, further's their agenda. I mean, there are at least five of them on the court that would love to have that precedent set, even though other precedent doesn't count.
0: Right. No.
1: Please, please
3: just move it. <laughs> That's just, all you gotta yeah, do.
1: Yeah, all you have to do is sell the land and the monument to... Uh, the, the Legion. Way. That's the Legion. fine, they can maintain it. Five bucks. Sell it to them for five bucks. That's <laughs> all you have to do.
0: Yeah, and then if the Legion doesn't have money to support it, they can just, you know, do a fundraiser once a year <laughs> or whatever and... Anybody People. wants to get money? Okay, then it's, it's not public then. It's not the government providing the funds.
2: Right. Yeah, but what are they going to do? Are going to argue that every cross is not religious now? Is that their plan?
0: Yeah, see, I don't think that argument is winning in any way. Yeah. But it seems like that is the plan. How can we turn it against them then? Well,
1: hanging them upside down then, that should be, it's not a symbol of religion. No biggie. What?
0: That is true. Yeah, need to get the uh, satanic temple on that. I'm sure they're working on it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So, the one thing, uh, the one law that, and it's not a law, the one ruling from 1971, Lemon versus Kurtzman, it's uh, regularly called the Lemon Test, because the ruling is laid out three rules that if something violates the separation of church and state, if it, one, doesn't have a secular purpose, two, has the primary effect of advancing or inhibiting religion, and three, entangles the government with religion. So... That's your test to go by, and I don't see how they're getting around it with this cross. Right. Or any cross, for that matter. Five to four, then. That's as far as I'm going, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's my last offer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, another thing I wanted to follow up on. This came out in, uh, in Buffalo. A year after, a priest came out and said that he had probably dozens, molested probably dozens, was his quote of boys while he was a priest in Buffalo. More than a year later, they have a report now in the Buffalo Times about how there are more than 100 priests linked to sect allegations just in Buffalo. It's not that big of a town. Good Lord. It's not that small of a town, but it's not that big either. Yeah, for 100?
1: Yeah. Why did... So, back up a second. A retired... Oh, sorry. He's a retired Buffalo area priest admitted to a reporter that he had sexually abused dozens of teenage boys in the old late 70s, early 80s, so he's probably out of statute
0: of limitations.
1: Yeah. Huh. So
0: he okay. you can, you can just talk about it freely now with no possibility for...
1: Prosecution, but isn't there still civil cases, though, possible?
0: Per state, I don't know, in New York. Mm, there, sure. there may not be. Wow. Okay. Sorry, didn't in, mean to interrupt you. In the article, they also list 113 names. With what they were accused of, what, uh, what has happened to them, where they are now. 113 priests or former priests. Wow. Who had legitimate accusations against them just in Buffalo. And were just
1: shuffled around and hidden.
0: Yeah. So, again, it's, a, it's just another one of these, you know, wow, really? That many? Way more than I even expected. Mm-hmm. So, I just wanted to, to mention that since it came up in my feed. Moving on to uh, state news. The only state news that I really have is the Tennessee, they, (laughs) another baker, Mm -hmm. this one in Tennessee has refused to provide a cake for a gay wedding for a same-sex union, and that is going up into the courts again. But along with it, if I can get past all their ads, the Tennessean (laughs) has linked that uh, there is a new bill that would put the state into a really awkward predicament so they, there's a, a bill called the tennessee natural marriage defense act that would prohibit government officials from recognizing any court ruling including the supreme court decision from mm-hmm. what is it, 2015 that affirms same-sex unions so what this they means can. is they're yeah, putting please a back t- that up
3: and reread this because i am i am absolutely baffled by what you're saying they, Genuinely.
0: They are coming up with a they're trying to, to pass a state law that just says we're going to ignore all law that says that same-sex unions are a thing.
3: That can't be possible. You can't part do of, that.
0: Part of this is that it also includes that the Attorney General cannot make references and cannot be found you know, from not, for not doing his job if he doesn't include these other laws. So it basically gives a leeway so the attorney general can ignore these laws completely and not be prosecuted for them. Now, what it also means is it puts them in violation of all of their funding, all of their federal funding, which is uh, roughly $9.4 billion. So,
1: So if they don't follow federal law and they go against federal law, they lose their federal funding?
0: They could. Okay. Of course, with the Trump administration, who knows? Yeah, right. good point. They, they might get they extra. They probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is interesting. Yeah, so it's a state law that completely ignores federal law, and not just ignores it, but like specifically says we it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the what the federal law is. We're going to make our law in in our state take priority, take precedence. Hmm.
2: Yeah, but I've always wondered how that works. Like, what is the highest law.
1: Federal. Oh, federal. But the, it, so, yeah. so
3: let's say they pass this law, this bill, and it becomes a law, and then if for some reason they are in violation of the rights of a member of the LGBT community, the FBI can come in and arrest all the perpetrators. What they're saying is no one here in Tennessee will acknowledge and, that okay. as a law being broken. The same thing with Colorado and weed.
1: Right. Except that's
3: like- you know, sane, where this is madness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The feds can still come
3: into your dispensary, fucking seize everything, and and, yeah.
1: And since the banks won't deal with you, most of them have a cash dealer, have cash businesses, so they could come in and take all your cash. I'm curious that they didn't in the last two years. So if the
2: feds do come in and and raid your dispensary, there's nothing you can do about it. Correct.
1: You're breaking federal law.
2: So then why do... Certain states, like, remember when Massachusetts made gay marriage legal, and it was illegal in the United States? Like, what is the- I don't think it was
1: illegal in the United States. It wasn't settled law. Oh, okay. The federal government didn't have a stance previous to um, Obergefell or whatever it was called.
2: So it's just a way of, like, getting the ball rolling, I assume, on things. Like, even though you're like, look, you know, yes, you can open a weed dispensary in Colorado. Yes, you could lose that business. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Yeah, and it's a way to get it, like you said, get the ball rolling, because once it gets to a certain number of states, then the federal government is really kind of required to acknowledge it and take a take a stance. And if enough states go one way, then the federal government is far more likely to actually, you know, make a movement in that direction.
1: Now, I don't know that the the Supreme Court has ever made a ruling on the legality of making marijuana class one narcotic. Because it's stupid. It's not. So I don't know if just because there's a law means that it's enforceable. But the the court might say, no, that's a dumb law. That's incorrect. That's the whole balance of power, three branches of government thing. So.
0: And Jeff makes a good point that this Tennessee law, when challenged, may go to the federal lov- level. And SCOTUS being SCOTUS, uh, they could mm. overrule Oberfeld the same way that <laughs> – exactly <laughs> the same way that they are trying to do with Roe v. Wade. So there you go. That's, uh, that's how Tennessee is trying to change the country.
3: You're on the list, Tennessee. <laughs> you made the list.
1: But it's interesting, though. That's one thing that you brought up, Ray, was that they will lose their federal funding. Most – let me back that up. Many red states take money from the federal government. Many blue states actually contribute more to the federal government than they take from it. And yet the Republican Party is the party of fiscal conservatism.
2: And small government.
1: And small government, right. Except that they're takers. It always amuses me when um, Trump, you know, shakes his fist at California. We're going to take away your federal funding. And they go, suck it. We give you money.
2: Yeah, it's funny. While you were saying that, all I kept thinking was, your facts don't mean shit to anybody. (laughs)
3: No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Repeat that all you want.
0: Doesn't matter. Yep. I was just thinking about the rednecks in Mississippi going, yeah, all those black people in welfare, they need to get away, get do away with that welfare. Just don't take my food stamps away. That's... <laughs> yeah. Complete cognitive dissonance. there. They or the no famous idea.
2: sign, get your government hands out of my Medicare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh,
0: what? So in any case, like I said, that's all I've got in the state stuff. Unless somebody has something else, we can always go back. But um, we we completely, we record on Tuesday nights, and sure enough, Wednesday morning, the Cohen going in front of Congress. Yeah. D- did you guys watch any of it? Did you I actively specifically watch it? specifically
2: set my alarm and got up to watch the beginning.
1: Wow, okay.
2: Because <laughs> I had the day off, and I could have slept
3: in. I was like, no, nah, I'll get up.
1: I watched the tail end of it. I couldn't watch it during the day.
3: Yep, I watched the, I saw The end of it was streaming, when I caught it, it was streaming live on the internet, and I watched the 147th Jordan meltdown. (laughs) Because the real, the real thing we should be investigating is the FBI. Right. That was it. And then I was like, I'm out. I can't, I can't, nothing, even, even on a day. Even on an emotionally volatile day such as today, I, nothing nothing impacts me. I got on CNN today, and their headline was was why Ty Cobb is going to be the most impactful thing for the Mueller investigation. And I was like, I've read this same headline insert new name eleven times now. It's never going to come to anything. It's all bullshit. Mm. Well, I mean, they did just call in those eighty one people
1: for yeah, uh,
2: for documents.
1: Sure, and Uh, the White House is saying, yeah, executive privilege, we're not going to give you anything.
2: Well, I don't know how that pans out. Like, I don't know what you do in that case. You just go, okay, fuck it. I guess anybody can do anything if we're not going to follow any rule of law.
3: Yeah, I just, that was the other, after the the Ty Cobb mislead, the, the next headline was, was the GOP decides these flagrant crimes that Trump is committing aren't worth investigating. It's like, okay, good, we're done. We're done. Well, that's true, because that whole time, they never did anything to defend
2: Trump. They just went after... What's that? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, correct. Yeah, they just went after Cohen's credibility, which we all knew was in the shitter already.
1: Right, that, which what? is why he brought things with him. He he brought documents
0: with him. I like uh, the one. The, the, I thought it was very telling. The one thing that the uh, the heavy set guy over to the uh, right hand side. Um, I don't remember what his name was, but he said that why don't they bring in witnesses that aren't liars? Why don't they bring in people who can tell us the truth? Are you kidding me? That he he wants he wants people to be brought in to testify against Trump who have never lied. That's not who Trump surrounds himself with. So by that logic, we can never get a witness against Trump because all the people around Trump are liars and we can't trust any of them.
1: Do you think Pence is a liar?
0: He's got to be very angry. He's lying to himself if nothing else. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, it was in, I have to say I was pretty impressed with uh with Cohen though throughout the whole ordeal. In the sense that he was like, yeah, I am a piece of shit and I'm paying the price for that. I'm going to jail, assholes. Right. Yeah. You keep telling me I'm a liar. And he's like, I am. And guess what? You're doing exactly what I did. And you're probably wind up where I am right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if you think that Trump is going to protect you um, and back you up, you're wrong. He's not going to. They really should have learned a lesson from how he was treated by Trump. Also, they could they have though. picked
2: a fucking worse person than Jim Jordan? <laughs> he was the uh, one yeah. with the Ohio State fucking wrestling thing, right? That's him. Where the
3: kids were getting diddled, and he was like, "I don't know shit." The other way. <laughs> oh, he is my my uh, one of my least favorite Trump cronies.
1: Or they threw him out there because they knew he was not going to survive long term, and they could he could he could be a sacrifice. <laughs>
3: Maybe.
2: But where was uh where was Trey Gowdy? Where was all the yeah. regulars? I thought I Trey, Trey, Trey Gowdy. Quit.
1: He, I thought he quit. Did he? I
2: thought so. Oh, oh. that's a work? sad story.
1: I, was, I mean, a few of them did. I thought Trey Gowdy was one of them. I could be wrong.
2: I don't know. And the whole thing, though, they just did not make a good case other than get that percentage of people that already think fucking Cohen's a piece of shit. Yeah. And a rat and a stoolie, you
0: know. <laughs> Trey and Gowdy at least uh, is a previous office. So I'm assuming he is out. Oh. Yeah, I, I oh. think he
1: went, Yeah, no, I'm out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, credit to AOC. Yeah. She yeah, no really
2: add a, asked some good fucking questions that opened up I believe to that 81 document. <laughs> yeah. Seizure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and not just that. Like so I have an article in Wired that I thought was a good summary so that I'm putting that up for the the Cohen hearing, but in that it lists three key assertions. Trump was Closely monitoring the, the Trump Tower Moscow dealings. He may have known about the Trump Tower meeting. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and uh, that Trump also knew about Stone's contact with Assange and WikiLeaks. So it lists those as the three major things. But what it doesn't list is, yeah... Ocasio cortez who asked very specific questions about insurance and uh fraudulent dealings that trump had with with insurance and that led to a completely new investigation into the the trump coordination with insurance companies so yeah i think she did a really good job i don't know if she wrote her own questions even if she didn't she she presented it well she did a good job
1: Yeah. yeah and she did it in like three minutes and she was out damn that was quick it was almost names, like Cohen was like
2: it. with her. He's like, oh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, I got it. Here <laughs> we go. Bang. <Ben. laughs> Adam, or Weisselberg. Bring in Weisselberg. Uh, bring...
0: Yeah, the first <laughs> question she asked, he, he paused and then answered. And then the second question she, she asked, he was like, oh, I see. And he just rattled okay. off names. <laughs> yeah.
1: A Mr. Italian name Calamari. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't
2: wait till he testifies.
3: <laughs> Boca da beppo. Beppo de boppy? <laughs>
2: But I did see on that list because it it zipped by when I saw it in the news. Uh, Don Jr. and Ivanka were on that list.
1: Oh, for documents. Yeah, hmm. not surprising.
2: Yeah, they got they got Ivanka Avo- Ivanka especially under the microscope lately.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, she got how many patent things from from China during all these you know Chinese negotiations? I, I, hmm. And that's actually one thing that didn't make it to the list. I mean, Trump in North Korea. I'm. Are we going to do a North Korea bit?
0: I don't have anything. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> all right. So when Trump was in North Korea, what he was trying to sell was if you get rid of all your nukes, you can open up a Trump Tower on the beach. You'll make tons of money. He actually, he actually said, said that. Yeah. Actually, Bolton told a reporter that on air or on paper, whatever. I don't remember if it was on, on uh, TV or in a, in a newspaper. But Bolton said um, Trump handed him two pieces of paper, one in Korean and one in English. And the deal was you give up your nukes and we can do a real estate deal how does that go by i mean
0: what the fuck yeah that didn't even make the news nope nope and bolton (laughs) said this
1: who is you know a the mustache that goes everywhere with trump it's baffling
2: (laughs) they will let a lot of shit slide with him
1: yeah so it's still all about his businesses so yeah ivanka and don jr being involved in this oh yeah all of this is about making trump money
0: still. Well, absolutely. I don't think any of us ever thought otherwise. I mean, He's I think still- his, the whole run, the whole bid for president was to make him money. He didn't well, yeah. think he was going to win. that was the win. first thing
2: out of Cohen's mouth. Yeah. yeah.
0: He it was like, he never had
2: any intention of winning.
0: The other thing that, that I thought was very interesting about Cohen was when when it was brought up about the, some tape in an elevator of of Trump hitting Melania in an elevator. Mm. And Cohen was like, yeah, we looked into that as a catch and kill kind of scenario, but I do i just don't believe that that would happen. That's not—that's not who Trump is. That's not what he would do. And, and he I, shot
2: down all the salacious shit.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's to me that's kind of telling because if he were there just to nail Trump to the wall to you know get revenge, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go with it on every story? Sure, I didn't see it, but I heard it happened. You know.
2: Also. Oh. Them threatening Fordham about the grades? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Are you dying to know what they are? Yeah.
1: Well, he's a D student, and they passed him with barely enough credits. He doesn't study. He He barely can read.
2: Well, here's the thing that I'm curious about that I don't know. Can Fordham just release somebody's grades?
1: No. Okay. He cannot. All right. Uh, FERPA is the, I don't know what it stands for, but it's the law, the federal laws around privacy. You can't even give, if your child is in college, you cannot release grades to a parent, even if they're paying for the whole thing. And they call all the time and say, you must, I'm paying for this. You will tell me what Billy got in in math class. (sighs) And nope, federal law says we cannot. So no, they cannot be released. All right. He can release them, but that's it. But
2: remember when he was asking for Obama's
1: transcripts from Harvard? Yeah. Mm, Right. (laughs) You can ask all you like. And I'm surprised Obama didn't give him up, because I'm sure he did quite well. Hmm. But you're never seeing Trump's grades unless
0: somebody leaks them in violation of federal law. Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act. That's what it stands for. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff.
2: All right. On the off chance that somehow this shit gets out, like just say someone over there is like, oh, I'm I'm leaking this shit out. I'm just going to put it out there, whatever, and be be done with it. Mm. And they release- his SAT scores. Do we <laughs> want to take a school. bet now <laughs> <laughs> on, a what think the, on what we think the score might be?
0: <laughs> Ooh, closest I'm going over.
1: I don't, I don't. I don't remember what good ones are anymore. So I know it's out of a possible. Well, he, he took it, in, it when he thousand? took it.
2: Fourteen hundred was probably the max. Okay. Oh, okay, that's true. It's changed. Yeah, it's okay. changed since then.
1: And a good score was what nine hundred.
2: Nine not- hundred gets you into Penn State. <laughs> okay. And a pulse. (laughs)
1: 750?
3: 750. Anybody else got a guess? Uh, All right, so you said 14 or 1600 is perfect.
1: 14. 14 I
3: think at that time it was 14.
1: Or was it 16?
3: I thought it was 16, but...
1: it sounds
2: right. It is 16. It's 800 and 800, wasn't it? That sounds more accurate. (laughs) It's been
1: too long.
2: (laughs) 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 All right, 16, yeah.
1: 1600. All right, I'm changing my answer then. All right, what are you <laughs> changing it to? Oh, no, I'm sticking to 750. I'm going to stick with my original. Okay.
0: I was going away for Ian. Is Ian still? It sounds like he's
2: tapping away on the keyboard <laughs> trying to do some math. <laughs> uh,
3: no, I don't. I don't think the math will help me. I was I was looking up something from something I was reading on CNN earlier, or it might have been NPR earlier, but um, <laughs> phew, out of 1,600. It had to have been low, especially if he's threatening people. (laughs) The reading one must have been abysmal, and the math (laughs) must have been poor. So, let's say 800?
0: Yeah, I was going to go with 850. No way. No? You guys are being bold.
2: (laughs) Karen said 750? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go 700.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's fair. Closest without going over? Oh
2: shit, I should have said seven forty-nine. <laughs> I'm, I'm changing my seven forty nine. <laughs> Just closest. Oh, closest and back Just to seven hundred. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that
0: put that would put him in the in the uh bottom five percentile. Yes. Mm.
3: That's fair. What, for La- Jared's gas. Yeah.
1: He's lazy, he's inattentive, he's impatient, he's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. All those reasons. I think 700, seven hundred, seven seven fifty. No, I went seven
2: hundred, not seven forty-five.
1: Okay, oh, there is the possibility that he had somebody else take it for him. Then why hide
2: it? Yeah, good point. All right. First of all, I had to go seven hundred because no way could he have gotten close to my score. I don't want anywhere near that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't That's, know. Yeah,
3: I was gonna say if this is if it's anywhere similar to uh, to the results that he gets on his annual physical, <laughs> <laughs> then he got a seventeen hundred.
1: Yeah, somehow.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. He can't talk. He can't talk now. Nope. <laughs> I seriously doubt he could talk then. So that eliminates all the English portion of it, and I doubt he's good at math.
1: He might be slightly better at math because it's about it's, it's all about the Benjamins. But
0: <laughs> well, he might be good with you know standard figurin addition, subtraction figurins, <laughs> as my grandfather used to call it. But uh, I I doubt. I mean, the SAT is not just about, you know, accounting. <laughs> True.
1: The average for the class of 2018 was 1,068. So that is average. But yeah, that's with the we-
2: new scoring system, though. There's, isn't it higher
1: now? Um, that's actually for uh, perfect SAT score is 1,600. So I don't know. Oh, still? Yeah. If, if it was the same before, it's 1,600. It's the same now. So, you yeah. know.
2: I thought they changed something, or maybe they changed the the. If you get lower now, it's not as bad.
1: There's a written component to it now, I think, like an essay part. I think that's part of it's different. All right. Lock, Lock them in, Jeff. Yeah. I like Jeff's demo question. If your dad gives you $2 million and your state company and university tanks... How hot is your daughter?
0: (laughs) Super hot. (laughs) As much as I hate Ivanka. (laughs) So hot, I would do her myself. (laughs) (laughs)
2: And that boy, she got the vocal fry that I love.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's plastic.
2: (laughs) She's an awful person. Don't get me wrong.
0: (laughs) So while the Cohen hearing was going on, there was another hearing taking place. The House Armed Services Subcommittee on Military Personnel had its own hearing concerning the transgender military ban. And the lawyers for the administration said, it's not a ban, and it doesn't target transgender people. So you people (laughs) are just Mm. crazy. It's all about the disease, gender dysphoria. Uh And they kept relating it to if somebody has cancer and is undergoing chemo, they can't join the military. If somebody Whoa. has AIDS, then they're not physically able to join the military. This is the same thing. It's, 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 it's a <laughs> disease.
1: Wow. Now, the thing is, if they're going down this road, then the, 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 what you can say is, okay, fine. You can be in the military, but we are not going to pay for your reassignment surgery. Dog. That is that is an argument that I think everybody would go, okay, fine, fine. We can live with that. That would be the middle ground. Yeah. Yes. But they won't do that because transgender people are icky, and that's the problem for them.
2: God, I'd love to, I would love to be the reason guy who works <laughs> at these places. Like, they walk in the room, they go, Jared, here's what we want to do. We don't mm-hmm. want to let creepy transgender people into the military anymore i'm like okay they're like but we need a good reason we can't just come come out and say that i'm like give me a week or two i'll
1: come
0: up with the reason
1: (laughs) (laughs) syndrome or i I mean uh, yeah syndrome is not equal disease
0: first of all (laughs) i did like the hypothetical that was brought up by uh brown where is he from uh maryland democrat from maryland he was asked so he gave him a hypothetical so if you have somebody who's trying to enlist, they have already undergone transition. Mm. They are no longer experiencing gender dysphoria. Could they enlist? Instantly, the guy said no. <laughs> and Brown was like, that's the ban. That is the ban. This is how you're being discriminatory. I mean, he underwrote his own argument, saying that gender dysphoria, it's a disease, so we we can't allow these people in. But if somebody has already had been transitioned and they... Try to it enlist? Dissolved. No, they're still they're still creeping me out. They can't come in. <laughs> That's the answer. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Well, h- how how did the committee take it? Does it say in the article at all?
0: The final like comments were basically that if you have had a transition sh- surgery and you can meet all the physical standards, how can we possibly deny that individual from serving? And she said, "You," referring to the the council making the argument, "You're in an." a very difficult position. Sure. So, yeah, I think the hearing went as as well as you would expect it to go, being that it was being led by Democrats. Sure. But what comes of it? I don't know.
1: So there was a court ruling not too long ago that said that um, it was discriminatory to have this, uh, what's it called? I keep on thinking Secret Service, and I know that's not it. Uh, When when you turn 18 as a male in this country, you have to register for...
3: Selective service.
1: Selective service. That's it. They said, it. it's discriminatory that only men have to do the selective service. I agree. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, if you if you're gonna if you if you're going to constrict constrict people into a service in the military, conscript. conscript. Thank you. That
3: was hard. Yep. No problem.
1: <laughs> it it has to be equal, men and women. And I agree with that assertion. So these people are they, are they going to exclude people that are transgender?
2: Oh, and then these conscientious objectors will all pretend to be <laughs> transgender, <laughs> like Klinger. Sure. They're all yeah. going to be
1: Clinger and Mesh. <laughs> he was ahead of the curve.
3: <laughs> oh. Wow.
1: It's so backwards and stupid.
2: <laughs> it really is. Uh, isn't there more important shit we should be working
1: on? I know I say this all the time. Yeah. yeah. Climate change. Yeah, that'd be important. I mean,
2: not even that kind of shit. Like, shit that we can all agree on. Like, Hmm. homeless vets. That's their biggest issue all the time. Homeless vets. We give money to these people, but there's homeless vets. But they're working on kicking out trans people? mil. Like, this is our biggest problem?
1: Perfectly qualified people. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the military. They passed all the tests.
2: What are we going to do with all this extra money we save from all the gender reassignment surgery we're doing? (laughs) Can we feed the homeless vets? Well, I That'd thought it was nice.
0: interesting. I saw a statistic somewhere in one of these articles about this that the cost, what it costs the military to train, to, to get one person to being a fighter pilot. That amount of money could pay for three years of all the transgender reassignment medication that it would be used for current members. For one fighter pilot. One fighter pilot or three years for everybody. All the transgender people in the military. Wow. So the amount of money we're talking about, as far as military money is concerned, it's nothing. In comparison, sure. No, I mean, that's not surgeries. That's for the... Specifically for... medications. sure. Medication.
2: But... But are there a lot of transgender people people joining the military and getting reassignment surgery? And having the military pay for it? No. Okay.
0: I mean, I don't have the numbers. But it's not... Like overwhelming, eight. it's right. It's a handful. You know, it's, it's eight. Oh, there wow. you go. <laughs>
3: eight. No, I just made that up. I'm sorry. It seemed oh, okay. really reasonable.
0: <laughs> you said you had convinced me it was
3: really reasonable. <laughs>
2: yes, but also, I mean, I mean, like you have to. I mean, okay. It's assuming let's let's say there's a hundred, right? Sure. Like you you have to prove that there's a medical reason for this, right? You can't like. Like, I can't join the military and go, man, I just want a free nose job. So I'm going to (laughs) go into the military and then get a nose job. Like, you can't do that. Right. So, I mean, even then, can't the military just go, well, we don't deem this medically sound or we we don't think you really need it right now. Like, you can get it when you're done on your own accord if you want, but we're shutting this down. Like, it's not like someone – as it stands right now, if if a trans person goes into the military and says, I want reassignment surgery right now, the military has to do it.
1: I don't know. What? that doesn't That's what I'm like asking. It. I'm asking. Yeah,
3: I'm with you. I wish I knew more. Because in my mind, I'm like, that can't be the case. Right. Yeah.
0: I really don't think so. I'm going to make a weird comparison here. When I went into the military, I was told, I mean, they did the, the, the you know the full physical. They got the x-rays of my teeth and they went, okay, your wisdom teeth are going to be a problem. They're going to be impacted. They're going to be a problem. So we'll have to take care of that. And But we will take care of that. In the military, you won't have to worry about it. And I was even told by my family, they were like, hey, you join the military, you can get your wisdom teeth taken care of. Like, they'll take care of that. No cost to you. And, like, uh th-
2: That almost seems like something you, you don't want to soldier out in the field. Right. The impact you know, of wisdom teeth, yeah. Right.
0: So... They never actually caused me pain. They never caused me a problem. I still have my wisdom teeth because <laughs> they never caused me a problem, so they never actually did anything. Anytime I saw the dentist, they were like, yes, I ask all the questions. They look like they could be causing you a problem, but they're not in, They're not really you know, causing your teeth to move, so we're not going to do anything yet. And I was told that every time <laughs> until they released me, and I still have the, the wisdom teeth, so...
2: Uh, Well, I wasn't in the military, and my dentist was like, you got to get these taken out now! I was 30, (laughs) and I got them taken out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so And they were impacted. Anyway, go on. I would just say that,
0: I mean, that, that would have to be somewhat the same, that unless you can show that it's impacting your ability to serve, that, you know, it's not a, well, I'm joining so that I can get this surgery done. That's just not a thing, I don't think.
2: Right. So what is... So how are they... How are they justifying this thing? Hasn't anybody from the military like, we don't do that?
0: To each other? Uh, because transgender people make them feel ooey inside. No, mm. no,
2: no. But I'm saying is, how come nobody in the military has come out and be like, we don't give them reassignment surgery?
1: Because they do at the moment.
2: So, I don't but they don't have to. But they don't have
1: to do it. I don't I don't know what the rules are around it, so that I can't Had a decade I mean, even, even
2: as liberal as I am, I still would be like, ah, I don't think so. Like, if I was in charge of that.
1: Over a 30-month period, the uh, United States military population gave an estimate of 192 gender reassignment surgeries in the United States military per year.
3: That seems preposterous to me. Yeah. I, I believe you. Clearly, you're you're not eating it up and you're reading an actual statistic that you've eh. found somewhere that's probably been researched.
1: It's from Vicki Hartzler, who is a Republican um, Office of Representative, provided the estimate. So I'm a little skeptical. but
2: I'm very skeptical right now.
1: Sure. But the military does do gender reassignment surgery at the moment. The number, meh. It's kind of a privacy issue, so, you know, that falls under HIPAA violation, I believe. Not FERPA. Mm.
0: (laughs) I I believe the estimate of 160,000 transgender veterans in America today. However, that's all trans people, and not all trans people are going to be undergoing reassignment surgery. Right. So... I I don't know. I'd like to know what the numbers actually are. Mm-hmm.
1: But I get you know mili- uh, medical stuff eh, we might not be able to find anything right. specific. But yeah, this Vicky Hartzler estimate of 192 per year. Eh.
3: I'm sure CNN's going to hire her as soon as some kind of political editor. I find myself hmm. very firmly on Jared's side on this one. And maybe it's maybe I I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm all, it's always possible that I'm wrong, but I don't. Maybe I don't know enough about being a transgendered person, but reassignment surgery does not seem medically crucial to me in any way. I support you if that's the life you want to lead and if that will make you, uh, you know, help you cope Mm. better. But yeah, that's the idea that it's medically necessary and that's something Mm -hmm. that the government should pay for. seems preposterous, preposterous.
2: But then, do you fall under the rules? Like, don't women and men
3: have different rules regarding what they can do in the military?
0: Um, no. to a certain point, it's getting less. I was
3: so. I was going to say, I think women women can serve in the front line and in the infantry and yep. the, all that. Now, yes,
1: it just it, but question the, mark. This the, the same physical requirements are held, so fewer women are physically capable of the requirements of front line combat. So there's not very many, but right. But it's open guys. to them
3: if they want to pursue
2: it. Yeah. Where do you guys fall under – I mean, this is a little off the subject, but hmm. the transgender people, like the guy who – he what did he do? Was he wrestling f- women? Mm. He tra- he transferred from man to woman and then beat all these women in this wrestling match or something?
1: Yeah, and there's been a couple of people in the Olympics, same kind of thing.
2: Right. Well, there was just another one I saw where a guy, like, kicked the shit out of all these women in a in a in some kind of relay race or something.
1: Right. Being a – um. Having the male physiology and hormones for twenty years gives you a physical advantage. So no, it's bullshit.
3: Yeah, absolutely, you should not be you should not be able to participate on a professional or competitive level of any really any any anything where they have different different divisions based on gender.
1: Yeah, there is a physical advantage. I, I think there there's right. probably there's physical advantages that women have for you know flexibility for gymnastics and things like that. I don't know usually you don't do trans, you know do transition before the age where it's advantageous for women yeah
0: because women gymnasts they have to retire at age 14 right yeah around there somewhere it's kind of a creepy sport actually to it, right?
3: <laughs> especially <laughs> in the yeah. last year or so yeah yeah super but yes uh-huh. I, I don't think that that's where I that's where I, I stand at the moment I don't believe that they should be allowed to no. compete. You know, I don't want to say not perfect, not just professionally. On you know any anywhere where there's where you're being ranked against your fellow competitors,
1: right? Where where, you know physical strength is is an issue. I mean, there is there is a physiological difference in the the male and female anatomy.
0: It just is. That is a true story. So here's the thing: I um I feel that there is some sort of a discrimination argument here but i'm just not able to make it so if anybody listening has something i would like to hear it you know i'd like to hear an argument back i i think there i think there is an argument to be had there i just uh yeah right now i'm on the same page so
3: (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm I'm open to gaining more information exactly
0: all right i'm gonna move on wrong (laughs) i'm gonna move on from that to a story in the new york times the the senate Mitch McConnell has said that he believes that they have enough votes to pass the block on Trump's emergency border, so our southern border. Hmm. So I'm, I find it interesting because this is not something that can be filibustered. So 51 votes is all they need. And that he says that they have it. Now, I don't believe that they have enough votes in the House to override a veto. So and they certainly I, don't in the Senate. So Right. So it's not going anywhere, but I do find it interesting that enough Republicans have said that they would definitely sign this and take it, put something on Trump's desk saying, you can't do what you said you were going to do. Now put your, you know, veto stamp on this to to make it go away.
1: Right. But they're, they're actually publicly defying him. Republicans. Right. Interesting. Couple.
2: What do they know that we don't know?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, supposedly behind the scenes, um, when their cameras are not on, the questions that the Democrat, the Republicans ask people like Cohen, are a little more pointy. It's just when the cameras aren't on, they don't ask
0: those questions.
1: So there are cracks. There's not enough.
0: There I heard cracks. Rand
2: Paul was going to vote for this.
0: Yeah, yeah he, he was. He was number fifty-one vote. Oh wow,
2: Lindsey Graham? Collins. No, he was a no. <laughs> I have to assume.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine. No, it's Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, and Tom Tillis of North Carolina. He's a new no, no-voter.
2: What about Pat Toomey? Anybody know what he's <laughs> no, like? No. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Y'all <You're> funny.
2: <laughs> well, no, I only asked because I read something today about Pat Toomey and some other senator proposing some bill saying to the effect that, like, we all, we're standing that North Korea is a piece of shit and that they're a terrorist state or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, like, against
1: Trump they've already started reassembling the the one site that they took down. <sighs> the
0: one do site mean? that they took down? Don't know which one. Yeah, one of I... the
1: nuclear one of the nuclear sites. Oh. One of those places that they blew up after, you know, Trump went home and everybody got back home. They said, "Yeah, yeah okay, we'll put
0: that back together again now."
1: Even after we gave up military exercises with the South Koreans.
0: It uh it just needed a reno anyway, so <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, no problem. So I, I got a phone call not that long ago from somebody saying you need to call your local senator for cause, cause, cause. And I went, my senator is Pat Toomey. You think he's going to change his mind? It's just like no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got more than one senator, I, and the other one is is I, I already know is on board. I'm like, should I really waste my time? She's like, well, you probably should. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> but it's a waste of time. It's Pat Toomey.
2: He is a waste
0: of time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yep. Meanwhile, we talked about uh the planned parenthood. Well, I guess it's not specifically planned parenthood, but the family planning gag order where if you talk, if you give a reference to an abortion clinic, uh you can no longer receive federal funding. 21 states are lined up to file suit to block this gag order is what they're That's referring a to. Is. Yeah, I I'm curious where it's going to be going. Because 21 states are going to file suit, then it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and there you go.
1: Oh,
2: you did that almost just like Trump. I was I trying. So I was very
1: sing songy. Oh.
3: <laughs> that and uh, I can't believe it's only 21 states. Yeah. yeah. Fuck.
0: <laughs> Tw- 21 uh, a- attorneys general who uh, are Democrats, which is just wrong. Attorneys general should not be party specific, but they are.
3: Mm. All right disappointing yeah Yeah.
0: the another thing that the house is doing is they are going to reintroduce the do no harm act in reference to the religious freedom restoration act they're going to put on an addendum or an amendment to it that says that the Restoration Act should not be interpreted to authorize an exemption from generally applicable law that imposes the religious views habits or practices of one party upon another.
2: Now can you say that in English please?
0: <laughs> so the Re- the religious freedom restoration act was put in place so that like hobby lobby so the mm. employers right, so they could could, could discriminate that. yeah, yeah right. exactly right so this do no harm specifically puts it in place that you can't do harm to another person or an employee because of your religion. Uh, it, it restricts, it's supposed to restrict the act so that nobody can impose on your religion in that you can't practice your religion, but that you can't then enforce your religious views onto somebody else. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. idea of religious freedom is when you are at home or in church or wherever you are, you can practice your religion. But that doesn't mean when you're an employer, you can force everyone else to abide by your religious law. Sounds like a good law. It does. It was introduced by uh, Kennedy, Bobby Scott in Virginia, and Kamala Harris in California. Uh, it will likely pass the House, and then it will go to the Senate. So. And then we <laughs>
3: Yep. Yeah, it uh, does it Yeah, it'll just never be brought to to a vote.
0: Correct. Jeff said that that was the bill that they were talking to their uh, Congress people about. Nice. Do you have something, Jared?
2: I'm just saying uh, because of our weird archaic rules, where yep. the leader could just be like, "No, nah, no, nah, we're not going to vote on that."
0: Yep. Right. It's we got one. We got we
3: got one more person on our side than you guys do. I will pick and choose anything I want. Yeah. I am the real president here.
0: Seriously. <laughs> So I don't know the couple other things that have been going on in the house. They have two bills in play on uh, gun control. They have hmm. one to impose a background check for internet and gun show purchases, as well as a, a extending the waiting period from three days to 10 days, which again, because of the Senate and the and Trump, there's no way they're being passed, but they're trying to, you know, at least getting him on the books. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I saw that Trump actually signed a uh, ban on bump stocks. Yeah.
2: Oh, that was pretty quiet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, super quiet.
0: I'm sure the NRA was against it, so he had to do it quietly. I'm not really. Uh, I, I don't have an article on that, but I did hear that that was the case. Which, yeah, even though you know, I like I like guns, but. Your bump stocks? That was a stupid idea. And really, mm. bump stocks were designed to just avoid the law. Like,
1: right. It was just a workaround.
0: The, the way that machine guns are defined, it didn't include anything that worked like a bump stock does. So there is no law about bump stocks because they didn't exist until the actual law went in place and bump stocks were the way around it.
2: It's like when the Jews hang that wire around the town, right?
0: <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Technicality, Str- yeah. Strangely <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing to move on. CNN has an article. This was actually all over the place. The vaccinations, uh, they don't cause autism. There was another study of over 650,000 children. Wow. And the study says... Yeah, well, actually, it has a specific number. 657,461 children were followed through August uh, 2013 from uh, 1999. The study has been going on for 14 years. Wow. Vaccines do not cause autism. There is no correlation. Fake news.
1: Measles, though, it turns out, causes death. So perhaps you should rethink.
0: Yeah. And uh, along with that, there was a story on Vice News about a Ohio high school senior who went out, defied his parents, went out and got the vaccines himself. Correct. Uh, Apparently, he posted on Reddit, my parents are kind of stupid and I believe in (laughs) vaccines. Now that I'm 18, where do I go to get vaccinated? (laughs) And the people responded and uh, gave him enough information so that he could actually go out and get vaccinated.
2: He, he considered has, himself lucky. He made this long too. Yeah. yeah,
0: he went and spoke before Congress this last week. Nice to talk about uh, anti-vaxxer beliefs. I thought it was kind of funny though. My parents are dumb. Please help me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Their beliefs are just—I don't know. I feel like we 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 circle around this one a lot. It's just so hard for me to understand. Yeah, yeah. like it really, truly is something that I I, I usually like. I can be not on board, but understand what the people are saying. This is this is not one of those times. Like, you know, when you show up at something where the public is available to show up and you convince 15 other dum-dums to go with you so you can scream at some scientists because you guys have a friend who has an infant who bow collapsed because they got a vaccine against the rotavirus, or it could have been the rotavirus, you don't know, but let's blame vaccines and, you know, hundreds, I guess, you know, decades and decades of research now, and all sorts of diseases that have been eradicated, and you're like, yeah, but I got this one anecdote, <laughs> so thanks for voting to kill my kid, I hope you all burn in hell, you horrible scientists, don't vaccinate. <laughs> I, I don't know how you got there, I just don't understand. It's been
2: just going don't. on for hundreds of years. <laughs>
1: I, mean, I it, know it, it seems
2: like a new thing, mm. but it always comes back.
1: Hmm. I mean, is it just that, you know, is it that religion, people tend to think that you know, if you look at the Bible, there's no talk of your children dying of measles. So therefore God will take care of And it's going, trying to go back to that, you know, quote, simpler time when science wasn't so intrusive in our lives. I mean, is there some kind of religious component to it like that? But there can't be.
3: These are the same idiots that, like, there's no, there's nothing in the Bible that, about opioid addiction or gun violence. And these are the same idiots that are pro-gun violence and anti-opioids.
1: True.
2: Also, I know people who are atheists who won't vaccinate their children. Bizarre. Okay.
1: I don't understand. Conspiracy there, theories. I mean, conspiracy yeah, theories. I was gonna say, there has to be a
2: study on people who believe wild – who, who I don't know, just believe conspiracy theories.
1: Any of them, yeah. I mean, you know, whether it's um, chemtrails or vaccines cause autism, people – and homeopathy works. There are a whole bunch of things like that that people just want to believe and I don't understand why. I mean, look. I'm sure
2: everybody has a little conspiracy theory in them like, oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen. I'm pretty sure – JFK was not killed by one person. <laughs> that, that's my that's my conspiracy theory. I could see it. Am on I human. gonna am I gonna die on that fucking hill?
1: No, no. <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck. It's it's
2: fun to look into, and you know, and sometimes when I'm presented with facts that I have to discount after years of thinking that way, I, with proof right in front of me, it's very easy to go, okay, well, I got to rule that out
0: because. But, mm. Here's the proof, but here's the difference: You're if even if you believe wholeheartedly in that conspiracy, if you're wrong, your kid could die. Mm. That should no, no, no. be and a I big just, argument I, to sway you off that. Hill. I,
2: I no, I understand it, but what we were talking about it was why do people believe in any conspiracy right. theory? Like right. you know,
0: I,
1: I know somebody that who is normally a quite rational person, normally who believes that the the towers. Fell and it was a conspiracy because steel doesn't melt at that at the temperature. uh, You know that whole argument. And it's 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 irrational what he believes. And I don't know why he believes it. So somehow the nine eleven, there was a component of uh, conspiracy in it.
3: Oh yeah, there's tons of conspiracy in it. There's plane swap theories. There's there's all sorts of inside job
1: theories. Sure, but perfectly rational, normally rational people can believe components of it and are straight up believe that it's it's you know a, a reasonable thing to believe that the, the, the towers were laced with explosives and fell on purpose. Like, what?
2: So that's what I don't understand, though. There are certain people who will watch and you have to, you know, it's got to be something where they talk to somebody or they read something or they saw a video on YouTube. Most likely that's the case. And that's it. Like they watched Loose Change, which, by the way, is all bullshit if you mm-hmm. ever watch it. And just like, that's the case. And here it is. And then there's other people who are just like Donald Trump, who are swayed by whatever they're immediately watching. Mm. So they go back and forth, like Joe Rogan. Like, who's ever sitting in the chair across from Joe Rogan? (laughs) Joe Rogan's he's down with the sickness with them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's the um, inborn skepticism. I mean, I think I drive my boss crazy because I'm skeptical about everything. And it kind of goes along with atheism, I think. We have to be skeptical and we have to question things. And the people that don't question and then just believe it on faith or believe it because some, you know, Geraldo Rivera told him it was true. Or it fits their ideology. Fits their ideology, sure. Yeah. Skepticism yeah, but, is a healthy thing.
2: <laughs> but this, that's the part I understand. Like the, the some of the people I know who didn't vaccinate their kids were otherwise very intelligent people mm. Um, on other ends. Like I just I'm like, but for some reason on this, they were just stuck on this fucking point.
1: It's the fear of autism I think drives them to that partially. The the fear of having to care for a child who is is has needs beyond what you're capable of providing. That's a terrifying thought for a lot of people. For
3: sure. That is uh absolutely a terrifying thought. I guess I I also wonder where I mean, I feel like being that skeptical all the time it seems like it would be exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> like, like where can I commit to something? Like, after I watch, you know, all the episodes of Making a Murderer, can I just be like, yeah, I think guilty, or yeah, I think innocent, or do I have to be like, I don't know about those sources. I should do more research. <laughs> like, it, it never ends if it <laughs> it's true. never ends. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm old. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm with you, and I had
2: that same <laughs> thought the other day. I'm just like, eh, you know what? I'm just going to make a decision on this.
3: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I'm with Ray. If 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 the decision is, there's a good chance my kid's gonna be dead if I'm wrong about this. Yeah, I gotta maybe maybe hedge my bets a little better.
0: <laughs> and there's empirical evidence: measles, polio, they exist. <laughs> yeah,
3: they really do. <laughs> it's well documented, well researched, well experienced by lots and lots of people. Right.
0: Yeah. I've got a few other news articles that I wanted to get to. They're not really religious-based, but I thought they were interesting. The second HIV patient has been cured. I heard that. I saw that. that. Yeah. So the one HIV patient uh, underwent a bone marrow transplant, and this was, what, 12 years ago? Something like that? That was to treat cancer. Was that like
3: 2005? Something like that?
0: In there. 2000, Yeah. yeah. And he... He nearly died. He had to be put into a coma. The bar- bone marrow transplant went very poorly. Now, he had leukemia. He had cancer. The The bone marrow transplant was actually to help with the cancer. But as it turns out, the cells that they introduced annihilated the HIV uh, virus in him as well. Right.
1: They were lucky enough to have a donor that matched him that has a natural resistance to
0: HIV. Right.
1: What? Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> That's
0: Madness. So he nearly died, and then he has been, quote-unquote, in remission since. And there's now a second case where they had kind of the same procedure, but the guy didn't have—first, the bone marrow transplant, there had been advances in technology and medical understanding, mm-hmm. so it was a lot easier, and it didn't in- affect him as much. He didn't nearly die. And, uh, yeah, he has now been in remission. They have not been able to detect HIV in his system for four months. No, it was 12 <laughs> months. 12 months now. So media is calling it cured. The people who are actually doing the science are saying he's been in remission since. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Because they're, you know, they're, they're not they – <laughs> they don't quickly just use the word cured. It's like beating now.
2: cancer. It could come back.
0: Right. Right, exactly. But in theory, if – the uh, resistant cells are in his system, it shouldn't come back. Even if he's exposed to it again, he should not right. be able to uh, contract his it
1: again. Im- Right, his immune system has been completely replaced.
0: Yeah, rewritten.
1: Right, with the immune system of somebody that is naturally resistant or, you know,
0: immune. I don't know how far it goes. So this is an extreme kind of case because, I mean, you're only talking about people who have cancer and HIV who, uh, you know, this can be done on. And apparently there are more people. There are like eight more, I think. I don't have it in front of me. But there are more people that this has – that they've done this procedure on. Some of them didn't survive because the cancer was too far gone. Some of – but there there are other people who are in remission, but they're, you know, they're waiting to see because – they, they don't want to say that, you know, it's it's fully successful until – because Time. HIV naturally can go into remission for a few months. Hmm. So they're waiting to see if it, uh, you know, if it comes back on these other people. But this guy, uh, who, who's anonymous, they're keeping it, you know, he doesn't want to go public. Sure.
1: it's this. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. HIV can be controlled with medication at this point. It can. Yeah. yeah you don't hear about it that often. No. I mean the the only the major downside to the the medication is it's very expensive cuz pharmaceutical companies are dicks. So it's in the United States and in you know the third world in the first world countries it is a containable disease. In third world countries it's not. People are still dying by the bucket loads of HIV.
0: Bucket loads of HIV?
1: <laughs> bucket loads of HIV. I
0: don't know. So isn't <laughs> it, it more... bucket loads of HIV or bucket loads of dead <laughs> people? I uh... <laughs>
1: Is it more – what is the more moral choice, to spend money curing people that are in remission with medication or to get medication to the people that can't afford it?
0: I don't think it's an either or.
1: Both would be nice, sure. But, yeah, stem stem cell transplantation surgery, that's that's pretty high-end stuff.
0: Bone marrow transplants are not something that everybody can do. That is absolutely true.
1: I mean, you have to first kill off your existing – immune system. That's uh, that's pretty risky. If you have cancer, it makes sense, but I don't think it should be looked at as a cure for HIV.
0: Yeah, I don't know that it is right now. They're only, yeah. like I said, they're only using it on people that have both cancer and HIV.
1: Right. If you need a bone marrow transplant and you have HIV, sure, then it makes sense to do.
0: Yeah. Another news article, and it's not coming up for me because I don't actually subscribe to the New York Times, but uh, the gist of it is the NSA, their phone sniffing Program The program that's been funded since, I don't know, fully funded since 2003, I think, uh, where sure. they record domestic phone calls and run analysis against them. Uh, that is being shut down, it looks like. Hmm. It's not coming up for a vote, and it's set to expire later this year. So hmm. unless it's voted on and they renew it again, the NSA will no longer have access to domestic phone calls.
1: You think that Sounds good all? to me. I'm betting they have access in other ways That's why they don't need this anymore and they're not pushing it. Don't think your privacy is being protected here.
2: They're just monitoring Discord. <laughs> <laughs> well, think, in which case I'm fucked.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think that um, you know, people are you know using analog voice phone calls to do terrorist plots anymore. I don't I don't think that's the current methodology, so it's probably fairly useless.
0: Oh, there you go. Hello? Yeah, sorry. I was I was looking at Jeff posted an article for BoingBoing.net, uh, Boing dot net, which is another link to that story, a domestic phone call, and NSA. so I'll probably put that on there because I, I imagine not that many people are signed up to uh, subscribe to New York Times. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that I have is killed me. Roseanne Barr, oh. trying to get back into uh, the limelight. She was commenting on the Me Too movement on uh i don't remember candace
2: owens's show
0: yeah there you go candace owens and what what she said so this is just ridiculous what she said is talking about the me too movement if you don't run out of the room but you stayed around because i thought maybe he was going to give me a writing job well then you ain't nothing but a hoe i know a hoe when i see one they need to be called out that's privilege too hoe privilege wow she is amazing. I mean, the <laughs> level of stupidity. I mean, I always suspected because she played a stupid character on TV, but and she also had a stand-up that was dumb, just completely, you know, the the redneck woman stand-up, right, saying hmm. ridiculous things.
2: I disagree with you a yeah? little bit. I think Roseanne was uh, probably back in the day when the show was first on, pretty pretty good. You know, they broke some ground on that show. I think they did, like, a lesbian kiss on there. They did a- they tackled a lot of shit. Uh, I didn't particularly like her stand-up, but the show was uh, was pretty progressive. I think she's gone fucking nuts in her later years.
1: Mm. Like well, She went down the Trump train.
2: But, but I, no, she was nuts prior to Trump even mm. sniffing around this. If you look at a lot of her posts and shit like that and just what she was doing, she's fucking crazy. Which is why I can't believe anybody takes her seriously.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll talk about the person whose show she was on in a second, but she also <laughs> said on there that uh, uh, Dr. Blasey Ford, who testified against uh, Brett Kavanaugh, she said that uh, that was white woman privilege and that she has accused a Supreme Court justice falsely, so she should go to jail.
2: <laughs> he wasn't a justice, yet, fucking idiot, yeah. yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he was a, a jurist, but not a justice, I guess, Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you can't accuse a justice of a crime?
0: Yeah, that seems sure like a, a new rule to me. Yeah. Apparently they literally can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and it would be all right. <laughs> but yeah, the person that was interviewing her, uh, Candace mm. Owens, uh, uh, this was amazing. So at CPAC, she said that she had never been a slave in this country, so obviously racism is over. And that saying things like nationalist, that's thats not wrong. Uh Adolf Hitler, he wasn't a nationalist. He was a globalist. Uh, he wanted to make Germany great and and have things run well. Okay, fine. The problem was he wanted to. He had dreams outside of Germany. He and to globalize. He was a globalist, <laughs> and that's the problem. Not nationalism.
1: <laughs> I think she's kind of taking globalist a different way.
0: <laughs> wow. I just the level of stupid on this show just astounded. <laughs> Where does Candace st-
2: Owens is a. Complete and utter fucking shill. Where is your that show right at? You. It's probably on, the, on fucking the internet or something. Or on NRA TV. Or, or CR TV, which is conservative TV. She is a fuck. I mean, she's a big player right now. Because she's black. And she shits on black people. And she shits on liberals. Because she is paid to do that by Turning Point. Which is owned by the fucking Koch brothers. Ah. So, go fuck yourself. I mean, like... Wh- wh- how anybody listens to her... Any rational person and is somehow swayed by her argument, you're a fucking moron and you deserve what you get. Anybody else, you were already in that fucking boat. Hmm. And as far as her interviewing fucking Roseanne, like, Roseanne, I think, realizes this is the best that she's going to fucking get now. And yeah. she better fucking cling on to these people because that's where she's at. Because nobody else wants anything to fucking do with her.
1: Sure.
2: So go on Candace Owens, who, by the way, was a raging liberal and, like, immediate before this and tried to sue, like, her professor for – uh Discrimination or some bullshit like that, and now she talks about how discrimination doesn't exist. It's fucking horrendous how this is not brought up every time this bitch shows up in the news that <laughs> she is funded by the Koch brothers. Wow. Same thing with Charlie Kirk. Same thing with fucking Dave Rubin. Sorry.
0: Meanwhile, I was like, <laughs> Candace, who?
2: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sadly, I was. I was the same way. I was like, I don't know. Is I'm, that a show? <laughs> because I'm fucking dialed into these fucking morons all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Jeff brings up that she she was on CPAC, so we didn't talk about CPAC and the
2: I, I was gonna bring that up at the end if you guys want to talk about Trump's insane fucking speech.
1: Yeah. We we probably should. I mean it was over two hours long of rambling nonsense. It, it was the longest presidential oration in history.
0: Whew, that's something. <laughs> and it was just discordant. It was it didn't make yeah. sense. Like he there were the flag again? Yeah, yeah. He molested the flag again. It was the first thing he did when he walked out there. Yeah. I, I, I don't have anything to say about it. He's just There's, amazing. Uh, I have
2: eight million things on, on comments that he made. <laughs> From okay. his claiming that uh, wind-powered energy only works when the wind's blowing. Hmm. If you caught the thing where he was like, hey, Ethel, is the wind blowing? I'd like to watch TV comment. <laughs> I guess he ne- he's never heard of batteries mm. in his life before. Uh, he was talking about some Ohio senator and how she uh, said a very racist thing. There's no female
1: oh, senator from Ohio. Oh, <laughs> Just Hawaii, he said, yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah.
2: Prager U, which is Turner Point or Turning Point, which is Koch Brothers. Oh, she's Sorry, on Prager Jim. U? What? Yeah.
0: Then, U. All right. That explains a lot. What was the other thing he
2: fucking said? Um, oh, that he gave Mad Dog Mattis his nickname? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do that. No. Had that nickname long before he met Trump. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was two hours of, wow. And then ended with him saying that, I, I don't have the exact quote, but nobody walked out while I was giving the speech. Yeah. Why w- oh, yeah. While there was people walking out? Right, and why would you even say that? Like, let's say he was giving a speech out. and nobody walked out. Why would you bring that up at the end?
3: <laughs> Finally! <laughs> Because he gave a speech and no one walked out. What a great day. Because they were
2: probably going to turn the camera and show that, and then he wanted to nip it in the bud. Right. And be like, see? No one walked out. And then when people say, yeah, he's like, no, 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 that's fake news. That was it. You know, he'll fucking twist it in some way. He's fucking crazy, too. Yeah. He should have a show on PragerU. Yeah,
0: he's going to nip it in the bud by showing that he will just lie about fucking anything.
2: Oh, will he ever? <laughs> Why stop now?
0: Yeah, that's- Good point.
2: Yeah. When has he ever paid the <laughs> price for
0: anything? He's been working for seventy years. Apparently he can just keep lying.
1: Well he paid a he paid a hundred and thirty actually he paid a lot more than that to a porn star. He paid a whole bunch of money to Cohen who paid 130000 dollars to a porn star. So he paid for that. Um there's yeah, probably a but dozen did he really others. pay the price? No. He paid some hush money. No, he's never paid he's never paid the price, because otherwise he's actually be in jail.
2: Mm-hmm. All There's right. a bunch of other things he said, but I can't... Re- yeah. I'm too fucking fired up about Candace Owens now.
0: <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't even... Like I said, I didn't know who she was before I got this article.
3: Right. So, Jared, you seem plugged into this and rage-filled, so I'll ask you first, <laughs> but I'll ask everybody at the same time. And I obviously, I understand largely who they are and what they do, but... So what's the deal with the Koch brothers? Because I was watching, um... Oh, God. An excerpt from Fox News, uh, I want to say it was Lou Dobbs' show, and he's like, those fucking Koch brothers, Trump has achieved so much and he's the best, how dare they act against him, and something like that. And I was like, what? Well, this was almost like six, eight months ago that happened. They. Put- oh, I thought, that, I thought they announced
2: something at, at CPAC. Oh, did they? Well, here's the thing, the Koch brothers like immigrants coming into the company because they can hire them. <laughs> <laughs> cheap labor, yeah. Yeah, cheap labor. So they don't so, – so does Trump, which is, you know <laughs> – The stars part, right. you know? Um. So I remember they made a statement a while ago, something about the something about the wall or some bullshit. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it went against Trump. And he lashed out against them on something, saying they love everything else that he does, but this and that. So – and Lou Dobbs is a piece of shit, of course, who, tows well, the, that, who that. toes the line. Clearly. So anybody who goes against the almighty, glorious leader – is horrible, so I'm surprised that he did it on on Fo- he's on Fox business, right? Mm. I believe I don't know
1: that sounds right, but yeah.
2: but that's i but I didn't know they made a new statement, so I can't comment on that. okay,
3: I'll do some more research.
1: Is't one of the Koch brothers dying of cancer, or is that just wishful thinking? ooh sorry,
3: <laughs> I have no idea i don't i I was gonna say after the last story, I don't know who he could be. Just give him all new bone marrow and he'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> true. He can surely afford that. Yeah. Don't you just re- flush out your blood and replace it with that of a
2: young Cambodian boy? Is <laughs> <laughs> that what these rich people do?
1: Oh, that's what uh, you need the immigrants for. Fresh blood. Yeah. Uh. All
0: right. We've gone long. Uh, hey. I think that's going to be it. Unless there's something we really need to talk about that I, that I missed.
3: Not really. I missed, I missed my window. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was mad at Arizona there. Proposing bills to make it easier to not get vaccinated.
0: Uh, of course they are. And I'm like, oh, Arizona. <laughs> Everybody else paying attention and on board about limiting the religious beliefs. But Not Arizona.
3: But no, well they they have rebranded it because anti-vaxing sounds foolish. They are calling these new this new bill pro personal freedom and religious uh. liberty. <clears throat> <laughs> not anti-vax. That's
0: why we talk about them on the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. The <laughs> call, <Kaka'a>, baby. <laughs> all right, that's all we got for this week. As a note, we will not have a show next week unless something really incredible happens.
2: Like me and Ian getting together and doing a show by ourselves? That would
0: be pretty incredible. <laughs> Chaos, baby! <laughs> I want to thank everyone for listening. If you would like to support this podcast, I would really appreciate it. You could leave a review on iTunes or uh, SoundCloud, or if you're able to, you can support by going to patreon.com and signing up there. And uh, if you do that, you can join us live on discord where we record. Uh, Also, I'd like to suggest you check out other podcasts, other shows on the soon to be named network. Soon to be named network.com is where you can find them all. Uh, any sort of podcasts about video games or pop culture that you would like i want to thank everyone for listening and until next time i'm ray i'm karen i'm jared this is ian thank you good night and may your god be with you